Okay, today's daf is officially daf lamid, but we're holding way back on daf chavtes amid beis toward the uh, top of the page, actually, on daf chavtes amid beis. We're going to start again from the two dots. Ah, oh, shkayaf, thank you. We'll start again from the two dots on chavtes amid beis. Shabbos shachal tishvav v'yos betocha asurin l'saper lechabes. That the uh, the week of tishvav, one is not allowed to get a haircut, nor is one allowed to launder clothing during the week of tishvav. So that's what the Mishnah had said. Amrav nachman it's only us to launder clothing if you then plan on wearing that clothing during that week. But if you're going to launder clothing and then just put it aside for after Tishbav, that's going to be perfectly fine. That's Rav Nachman's sheet. Rav Shesha says that even to launder it and then put it aside is also going to be Asr. And Amr Rav Shesha says the proof is the Katri uh, Rav. The the launderers of Rav's house aren't working on the Shavu Shachal Tishbav. Now, if you were allowed to launder clothing and then put it aside for later, they should be working during Shavu Shachal Tishbav. They should be catching up on all the laundry, and people would uh, would wear it later on after after Tishbav. Now, the Ran is Mochiach that it's also to be Mechabes even even towels and uh, sheets and things like that from the fact that the, the Raya was from the Katri Debei Rav. Meaning, if it was Mutter to be Mechabes those items. So then why would the Katri Debei Rav off during the week of Tishbav? Meaning even if it's if it's Asr Lechabes Lahaniach, they still should have been laundering other things. So the fact that they weren't working at all, says the Ran you see is a Raya, that you're not allowed to wash anything, even uh, even other items. The um, the 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 Achronim just raised the question that how could you how could the Ran prove from the fact that they weren't working that you're not allowed to wash hand towels and tablecloths and things like that. Uh, there are certain things that you're definitely allowed to wash during the Shavuot Big day tinokos, children's clothing that constantly gets dirty, things like that, you're definitely allowed to wash. And nevertheless, the katsri de beirav were batel. So you can't prove from the fact that they happen to have been batel that nothing is mutter to wash. Because we know it's not true. There are certain things that are mutter to wash on, uh, on Tishabav. Um, the, uh, so the Magnav Ram suggests that, no, but even children's clothing is only mutter b'tzina. It's not, uh, it's not mutter b'farasi. It's not an all-out heter. So the fact that no one saw the katsri de beirav working is still the is still a raya because there is no general exception to that to that rule. The rush raises the question according to Rav Nachman, why doesn't the Mishnah say Lisaper Valilbosh? Meaning what does it say? That you're not allowed to be Mesaf get a haircut, nor allowed to be Mechabes to launder clothing. It should have said better. According to Rav Nachman, you are allowed to launder clothing. You're just not allowed to wear the freshly laundered clothing. So shouldn't it have said the Lilbosh? And you can't say that the Mishnah didn't say Lilbosh because Rav Nachman actually lets you wear clothing that was laundered pre the Shavu Shechal Tishbav. He just doesn't let, w- let you wear freshly laundered clothing that was washed during the Shavu Shechal Tishbav because what would be the Svara for that? Meaning either you hold the Yisra as an Yisra Kavisa or you hold the Yisra as an Yisra of wearing freshly laundered clothing. It's not Mustafa to say that you're allowed to wear freshly laundered clothing that was laundered a week ago but you're not allowed to wear freshly laundered clothing that was laundered this week. Why would that make any sense? So the Kasha still stands, says the Rush. And why is it that it doesn't say the supper vililbosh? So the rush writes that the Allah is like Rav Sheshes because the lashon of the Mishnah fits better like Rav Sheshes. Very interesting that a Rishon takes a stand in a machlokas Amoraim because he thinks that there's a better raya from a Mishnah like that shita in Amoraim. Not not counting shitos, not saying any klalim psak, just that it seems to me this Amor is right and that Amor is wrong. So that's how the rush says that the Mishnah seems to fit much better according to shitas Rav Sheshes. And then he says. 
plus is a klal and psak that hilchsa krav sheshes be suri. That generally speaking, we paskin like krav sheshes in iser veheter. In the gvur sari, um, the the, the sari writes that according to Rav Nachman, um, the the, uh, the there you are allowed to wear a bega that was laundered previously and not a bega that was worn that week. Meaning he that 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 svar that the rush rejects, he accepts because he thinks that it's only a combination iser. Meaning the way Rav Nachman would understand it is it's only usher to wear freshly laundered clothing if you also laundered it during this week. So there's no usher to launder alone. There's no usher to wear fresh lo- freshly laundered clothing. The usher is only if it's the combination of the two. If it's freshly laundered clothing that you happen to have laundered during the Shavuot Shachal Tishbat. So says Mar further now, Masraf Amnuna Bechamishim Mutar Mimekvar Shabbos. So we said that on Thursday it's mutter because of Kavat Shabbos. Lamai. Mutter to do what? Ilem el Chabis Vililbosh. If it means to launder clothing and to wear it, Mikevat Shabbos Why is that Kavat Shabbos? To wear clothing on Thursday. Obviously, it's telling me that it's mutter to launder it and then save it for Shabbos, for when Tishbab is going to be over already. So, what do you see from there? That that even to be mechabis and maniach is only mutter if you're going to, if, if Tishbab happens to fall on Thursday and you're not going to have any other opportunity. But if you will have another opportunity or throughout the rest of the week, uh, you're not allowed to uh, launder to, to be maniach. So, isn't this a raya again? Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said you're allowed to be mechabis and maniach. Says no, the other mechabis for lilbosh. No, it didn't mean that on Thursday you're allowed to be mechabis and maniach. It's saying a bigger chiddush. On Thursday you're allowed to be mechabis the lilbosh. You're even allowed to wear the clothing. I, what's, why would you be allowed to wear clothing on Thursday? So, we're talking about a guy who only has one set of clothing. So that clothing is either going to get laundered on Thursday and put right back on and will be somewhat freshly clean on Shabbos, or it's not going to get laundered at all and will be disgusting on Shabbos. So the header is that he's allowed to launder the clothing on Thursday even though on, on, even though he's going to wear it, he's going to put it right back on on, on Thursday. Is so that, that all, assuming it's after Chatos, or is that um, on Chamishim in Brekvara Shabbos, I don't know, did we say that it has to be after Chatos? No, I don't think so. Um, and we do find that there are exceptions for people who only have one set of clothing. Someone who has only one set of clothing is allowed to launder it on Chalamoid. Tosos uh, adds over here that at the end of Tosos Tibra Maslami, he says that women could, could launder children's clothing because children always have a status of meaning if you have uh, young children, babies, somehow no matter how much clothing you buy them, everything's always dirty, everything's always messy, they're always, uh, so it's always has a status of because they're constantly changing the clothing, they constantly have, uh, they're constantly messing up the clothing, so it's always it ranami it's only yasser to be mechabes and then wear the clothing, but to launder the clothing and then put it aside, that's going to be mutter, but didn't we say you're not allowed to launder clothing before Tishbav? 
even to put it aside until after Tishbav, the Gihutz Shalanu Kikibus Shalahen. And the Gihutz in Bavel, Gihutz is like a it's a pressing of the clothing, it makes it much more fresh and uh, and much more impactful than normal laundering would do. So in Bavel their Gihutz was only as good as the Kibus in Eretz Yisrael. The Kleipishtan ain't banishum Gihutz. And Kleipishtan are not uh, subject to Gihutz. Gihutz doesn't have any effect on uh, on, on Kleipishtan. Now so bottom line is Tiyufta though, you see that it's uh, that it's a tiyufta because we said that uh, that uh, you're not allowed to be mechades, uh, so it's a tiyufta. Even though there is no giyutz on klei pishtan, you're not allowed to wear laundered pishtan on the Shabbos of Tishbav, on the week of Tishbav. That's only the week of Tishbav before Tishbav. But during the week of Tishbav, after Tishbav is already over, then it's going to be mutter. So there's a new machlokas. Shmuel says that the week of Tishbav, it's us to wear freshly laundered clothing even after Tisha B'Av is over. It's an interesting question. We say, So when does that end? Meaning, we have, it's a sad time. When does the sadness end? Well, we know it doesn't end right away after Tisha B'Av because Yud B'Av is also a very sad day we learned about yesterday. So when does it, at what point does it end? So Shmuel has a shita that we are limited the entire week of Tisha B'Av. Whatever the week of Tisha B'Av is, whether it's before Tisha B'Av or after Tisha B'Av, we're somewhat limited apparently the sadness continues until that Shabbos. Why is it called Shabbos Nachamu? Well, we read the Aftar, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, but according to Shmuel, apparently, the Nechama doesn't actually really happen until that Shabbos. That Shabbos signifies the end of the Avelus of uh, Chodesh Ab. That's what, that's what it seems to be. Now, we, we mentioned before that Gihutz is, uh, is different than uh, in, in Bavel and in Eretz Yisrael. And in Bavel, it's on a lower level. So the Rishonim deal with the question, where, what about everywhere else? Meaning, does the kibbutz everywhere else also fall short of kibbutz Naritzol? Does kibbutz everywhere else only match the uh, kibbutz Naritzol? Okay, so the Rav and the Ritzvah is discussed by all the Rishonim. Not going to get into it now. But now we have this Numach Lokas, Shvur Shachal B'Tishvav. You know that laundry clothing, does that mean only before Tishvav or even after Tishvav? So Meisvei, Shabbos Shachal Tishvav, Liyos Betocha, Asr Lechatzapar Lechabes, the week of Tishvav, you know that take a haircut or laundry clothing, Uba Chamishi Mutar, Mibnei Kavara Shabbos. But on the Thursday, it's Mutar for covered Shabbos. If Tishba falls out on Sunday, so then you're allowed to launder clothing the entire week. But on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so it's usher, it's usher to launder clothing before. If Tishba falls out on any of the other days of the week, you're not allowed to launder clothing before Tishba, but after Tishba, you're allowed to launder clothing. If Tishba falls out on Friday, then you're allowed to launder clothing on Thursday for the sake of, co- of covered Shabbos. Now, the, the, it's interesting, the Bryce doesn't say you're allowed to take a haircut on Thursday. So it sounds like the heter is only for kibbus and not for tisporas, not for a haircut. That's, a, that's the raya in the Debuda. The Debuda brings that raya that the, the heter is only for kibbus but not for tisporas. The Gvuras Hari says that no, it's not a raya from this Bryce that tisporas is asu, because the Lashon of the Mishnah and the Bryce is asu. 
mutarin. Mutarin means they are mutar, meaning it sounds like the heter is going on both kibos and tispores. I why doesn't the brisa say lesaper? Because the end of the brisa is is about when chal tishbav on erev Shabbos and you didn't do the laundry on chamishi, so it's mutar b'diavad even on erev Shabbos, which is tishbav itself minamincha Maybe that we're only going to allow kibos and not tispores. Maybe maybe the next line is only for kibos, but the but up until now we haven't said any halachos that are limited to kibos. All the halachos. I'm sorry, I'm in the recording this year. Can I say hello to you right afterwards? You go, or you can learn with us. <laughs> so the tainus, tainus. So uh, so the uh, so when uh, but on uh, when Tishba falls in Arab Shabbos, it's mutul chabes on chamishi mivrek for the uh, for for the sake of kavod Shabbos. I'm sorry, if you didn't do the laundry on Thursday. Uh, no, no. Tishba falls in Arab Shabbos, so you're allowed to be mechabes on Thursday for the sake of covered Shabbos. So you see from there that that's only going to be a din in kibos. That's not going to apply to, to anything else other than uh, than kibos. That's what the Gvurasari points out. Now. Um, Says the Gemara of him, Lo kavas bechamishi b'Shabbos, and what if Tishba falls on Friday and you didn't do the laundry on Thursday? Mutal lechabis be'erev Shabbos mina minchol l'mayla. Then you could even do the laundry on Tishbav mina minchol l'mayla after the zman mincha. So as soon as Abaye heard that, layit Allah Abaye. Abaye uh, was very upset about that. He 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 strongly disagreed. He cursed such a uh, such a psak halacha. Vitei mervacha bar Yaakov. Uh, aha, or some say it was Rav Acha Yaakov got very upset about this. Each Amora has their own Lashonos of how they disagree with things. Layat Allah, you find Dafka by Abaye for some reason. So Abaye was very, very unhappy with, uh, with, with this idea. Now the Gvur Sari asked the question how does Abaye know, where does Abaye have the Koach to be Cholik on a Brisa and to curse someone who's, who does like a Brisa? It's a Brisa, it's Tanayim. So uh, it says it's Mutter in the Brisa. So who's Abaye to come along and uh, be. Mil- so in the Chidushim of Lazar Moshe Hurvitz, which is in the back of the Gemara, printed in the back of the Gemara, he says that Abayi is not Cholik on the Brais, so that it's Mutter to do it. He's light on someone who puts himself in that position. What was the Brais talking about? Brais said, if Tishma falls on Friday, what are you supposed to do? Do your laundry on Thursday. If you didn't do your laundry on Thursday, uh, then you're allowed to do it on Friday. So Abayi says, well, why didn't you do it on Thursday? I'm a person who puts himself in such a position that he's going to have to do it on Friday. Tosos writes that if, if Tishba Vizchal on Thursday, you're allowed to be mechabis and mesaper after chatzos for the sake of covet Shabbos so that you don't have mulacha uh, left to do on Erev Shabbos. So he, apparently Tosos even allows the chachila to be mechabis and Tishba min minamincha even though Abayi was So the Beis Yosef says, well, what are you talking about? How can you, how can Tulsa say that? It's a fair shagamara, layet Allah abaye, that we, we are really unhappy with the idea of doing laundry on Tishabab. So how could Tulsa say, you can do laundry on Thursday? So Sasema says, no, Abaye was only layet when Abaye only had a problem with it when Tishabab fell on Arab Shabbos because you could have done it on Thursday. But when Tishabab falls on Thursday where you don't have any earlier opportunity, meaning along the same lines, we're just saying, Rabbi if you don't have any earlier opportunity, so it's not like Allah Abaye. So that would be the issue 
for Shitas Hatosos, Tosos appears in the Lamed Amun Aleph in uh, in the top Tosos, the Ramaskal Tarvayim. Okay, so the, so that uh, that that Kasha, the Yosef's Kasha and Tosos is not such a Kasha if you assume like this Chiddush of Lozma Shurovitz and the Sfasemes that Abayi only got upset about someone who is negligent enough to allow himself to get into that situation. Chalios b'sheni b'chamishi. If Tishba falls out on Monday or Thursday, Karin Shlosha umachter echad. You have three alios to the Torah and one machtir. B'shlishi uberavi kare echad umachter echad. It falls out on Tuesday or Wednesday, so then you have one one uh, ola and one machtir. Rabbi Yossi Amar the olim karin shlosha umachter echad. When do you ever have one ola? It's always uh, three olim and one machtir. Tiyuf to the Shmuel. The bottom line is that all of this is a uh, is a tiyuf to is a tiyuf Shmuel because. Again, Shmuel was the one that said that I feel Yachrav Nami Yasser that the that even after Tishbav the whole week is Asr to do Kibos. And here we have in the Brisa that if Tishba falls out on Sunday, you're allowed to be Mechabes Kola Shabbos Kula. It falls out on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We said, Lefan of Asr, Liachrov Mutter. So it's uh, directly against Shmuel. So it says, Amalach Shmuel Tanayi. Shmuel says, You're right, that price is against me, but it's Machlokas Tanayim. Titania, Tishbav, Shchalios, Bishabis, Vachain, Erev, Tishbav, Shchalios, Bishabis. If Tishbav or Erev, Tishbav falls out on Shabbos, Ochel, ooh. Uh, welcome to camp. Uh, so Tishbav is Chal and Shabbos, or Erev Tishbav is is Chal and Shabbos. Ochav Shosa called Tzarcho Umalal Shulchan Afilu Kesuda Shloma B'Shaito. So you're allowed to eat that Shabbos, like even Kesuda Shloma B'Shaito. You're allowed to have a very elaborate meal. You don't have to, you don't have to be limited whatsoever in the meal. The tour in our Chaim Sim Tafkaf Nun brings this brisa and he brings from Rav Sar Shalom uh, the, and from the Aviyah Ezri that uh, we, we don't have the habit of doing this eat on, when uh, when it's Shabbos when Tishba falls on Shabbos uh, we don't eat basar we don't drink wine in the Sudam of Sakis in the last meal in Shalashudas because of the Chorban Abayas even the Brisa doesn't say it's a Chiyuv to do it it just says it's Mutter to do it so one so that one is allowed to do a regular uh, Suuda Kishlam HaMelech B'Shaita so the Torah says that since not eating meat and drinking wine is a sign of Avelus, so then it might be a Davar and Nikr, and uh, the, so he says, so maybe not like the Aviazri, so again, first the Torah quotes the sheet of the Aviazri and Ramsar Shalom, that we should not eat meat and drink wine, because even the Bryson never said that yeah, that you have to, it just said that you're allowed to, but then the Torah himself says B'Shem his father, B'Shem the Rosh, that no, we dafka should do it, because you're not allowed to do Avelus Peferhesi on Shabbos and not eating meat and drinking wine is a sign of Avelus, especially for those who are in the habit of doing that all the time, eating meat and drinking wine all the time, and therefore we dafka should eat meat and drink wine. But also the Sapra L'Chavis Merosh Chodesh got a tiny stiff from Meir, and one is not allowed to get a haircut or do laundry from Rosh Chodesh all the way until the fast day according to Meir. Rabbi Domer Kol Chodesh Kulo Aser. Rabbi Domer says the whole month is Aser. That only that week is Aser. So you see that it is a machlokas tana. I mean, all Shmuel is trying to say is that you see not everybody holds that all the avelus ends at Tishbav. There's even one shita that holds the entire month remains aser. So Shmuel says, I'm well grounded in tanaim. We have another brisa. That Meir holds where noig avelus from Rosh until Tishbav. Same three opinions. But Rabbi Yochanan comments about these three shitos. They all three 
darshan from the same pasuk. They're all deriving it from the same pasuk. Dechsev because the pasuk says vihishbati kol mesosa chago chacha vishabata v'chol moada is the end of the pasuk. So Mandiam Mirshchodeshvelatainis mechaga the one that says from Rishchodeshvelatainis learns it out from the word chaga which is Rishchodesh. So the chag is Rishchodesh. Tishbav is not chag, so it's Rishchodesh. Paralai moed. So we learn that it's from Rishchodesh. Umandiam kol chodesh kulo aser and the one that says also learns it from the word Chodesh in the Pasuk and the one that says that all week is Aser derives it from Shabbata so they each uh, are, are, have a basis in the Pasuk that the Isr is only the Shavua Shechalbo Tishabav that the Isr does not apply after does not apply before Shavua Shechalbo there's no such thing as the nine days there's only such thing as Shavua Shechal Bo Tishbav. Rava. Rava also says, in, as far as the other Machlokas, Halacha Krevi Meir. That we paskin like Rav Meir, that Lefan of his Asr, but Liachra of his Mutter. That not only is the is the Isr limited to the week of Tishbav, it's limited to the part of the week of Tishbav that's before Tishbav. But after Tishbav already passes. If Tishbav is on Tuesday, so by Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're already allowed to be Mesaper Umechabes. It's only up until Tishbav, not beyond Tishbav. And both of these are a kula, meaning where we go lukula in both directions, as we're about to explain. The tzricha, we need both of these psakim. Had he only said that Allah is like Rameir, I would say it's true, the Avelis doesn't go past Tishbav, but it starts all the way from Rosh Chodesh. So, that's why he has to say that Allah is like Rameir. And if he just would have said that Allah is like Rameir, so, I would think that the Shvur Shechalbo Tishbav is Asr. Granted, it doesn't start from Rosh Chodesh, but that the the Nihugi Avel should continue even after Tishbav. So Kamash Mulan Alach Kremer. That's why I tell me that Alach is like Rabbi Meir. So that's why we need both of these Psakim. So says Gemara. Erev Tishbav lo Yochel Adam Beis Tavshilin. On Erev Tishbav, one is limited in what he's allowed to eat. A person is not allowed to eat Shnei Tavshilin, two cooked foods on Erev Tishbav. So the Gemara is going to discuss what that Isser is. When does that Isser apply? to eat two cooked foods on, uh, on Erev Tishbav. Just uh, interesting that Tosos over here writes, Tosos writes, Pirush based Tavshilin Ratzlam Gesteik Deiros. The definition of two Tavshilin is two different things made in two different pots. Avil Ein Lesser Lechel Tavshil Shaosin Mi B'Tzalim Umi Gvina Umi Beitzim. Let's say you have one uh, dish that has many ingredients, and you have uh, onions, and you have cheese, and you have eggs. The Avil Gav Dein Regilin Halam Lechel B'Tzalim Chayin Kadam Berevin. Even though an onion is not generally eaten raw, and therefore it needs to be cooked, it's so you would think it's called a Tavshil, right? Even though that's that's still the case. Afal P.K. in goes on It's still not going to be called a Tavshil because no one cooks just an onion. Meaning the, the onion is always together with other things. So even though the onion is not edible raw, and therefore you might think it has its own status as a Tavshil. So if you make a dish with onions and eggs and cheese, you make an omelette with uh, onions 
onions and cheese in it. So you might think that that's shnei tavshilin because it's not only the eggs, it's also the onion. No, no one has an onion on its own, so the onion is considered batel to the eggs. I. what about the cheese? Shouldn't the cheese be another tavshil? Anything that's edible raw is not considered mavushal at all. So it's simply not a problem of bishul whatsoever because it's something that's, uh, that's, that's edible raw. That's a very interesting uh, idea that Tulsa suggests over here in terms of what Tulsa is saying is that the definition of a tafshil is the same as the definition of bishul when it comes to bishul akum. Where do we have this concept that something that's nechel k'moshul is not subject to bishul? That's why bishul akum, if a guy cooks vegetables that are edible raw, you're allowed to eat those vegetables. Because anything that's nechel k'moshul is not a problem with bishul akum. So the, the, the kedarim are, uh, are, are uh, subject to dispute over here. The Rush writes in the name of the Raivid that even that something that's nechel k'moshul chai is, uh, is asr. Uh, it's, and because riboy tafshilin creates more tanug, it makes it a more enjoyable dish, it makes it a more chashva dish. What does it have to do with bishul akum? Who cares whether it's nechel k'moshul chai? The whole din of shnei tafshilin over here is a din in how much of a nice dish is, is it. The Ran quotes that yesh mi shehiter to eat something that's, muv- that, that, that's muvushal that's uh, nechel k'moshul chai. And he says that uh, the, the, from the Ran Ban, we don't find we only find by payros that that we only find raw payros. But uh, but to actually eat something cooked by definition would be considered some mavushal. So this is a machlokas rishonim that uh, that wh- whether it's wh- whether we follow the regular gedarim of bishalakum. It's also a discussion. What about a davar kavush? We have the concept in Yaradea that kavush kumavushal that if something is pickled for 24 hours, it's in a pickling juice or something. So we view that as if it's cooked. It could transfer tam for halachas in Yaradea. So there are a lot of different halachas of bishal out there in the Torah. There's bishal in terms of uh, in terms of kashrus. There's bishal in terms of bishalak. There's bishul in terms of Shabbos. There's bishul in terms of, uh, of Shnei Tavshilin. So how much do these halachas line up with each other? The Elia Rabbi writes that a Dabra Kavush is like a Tavshil, and uh, therefore it's, it's, it would be count towards Shnei Tavshilin. The Orchashulchan says, no, it doesn't have a shame Tavshil. Something that's Kavush does not have a shame Tavshil at, at all. Okay. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's go further now. So, so uh, uh, where am I? Um, about two dots. Okay, all right. Yeah, we just started. So, when is it Asr on Erev Tishbav teach Shnei That's only after six hours of the day. But before six hours of the day, it's Mutter to eat Shnei Tavshilin. The Isr only kicks in after uh, six hours of the day. So, uh, another limitation, it's only Asr in the last meal that you have on Erev Tishbav before the fast. But if it's not the Sudam of Sekas, then it's going to be Mutter. And both of them are going Lukula. I need both Pesachim, because if it only were to tell me the Pesach that the last Suda I would think that if even your last suda, if even if your last suda was early on in the day, you would uh, you would be limited. You would not be allowed to have shnei tavshilin. That's why I have to be told no, no. It's only a problem if it's after six hours of the day after chetzosayom. And if I would have only been told about after six hours of the day, I would think that it's any meal in the afternoon in erev tishbav, even if it's your not last your last meal. That's why I say the suda that you're mafsik. 
Tanya Kalishna Kama, Tanya Kalishna Basra. We have a bracelet like each of the Lashanas. Tanya Kalishna Basra, Hasoi Dev Tishba, Vimasalis, Suda Kheres, Motelechobasalisosyain, Vimlav, Asalechobasalisosyain. It all depends if you can have another meal or not. If you're planning on having another meal, so then you could party, if, uh, you, whatever you want, have Basra, Yain, it's fine. But if you're not planning on having another meal, so then you have to be very limited in what you eat. Tanya Kalishna Kama, Erev Tishba, Loyachalam Shnetav Shilim, Loyachobasalisosyain. Yayin, Rashum Mil Omer, Yeshana, that you should do something different. Amr of you the Ketan Mishana, what does it mean to be Mishana, do something different? That if normally you eat Shnei Tavshilin, you should only eat one Tavshil. If normally you have parties of ten people, so only have a party with five people. If normally you drink ten cups of wine, only drink five cups of wine. Just be Mishana. But by Medvar Mamurim, here's the part of the Brisa that supports what we said. That's only in the second half of the day. But uh, before six hours of the day, it's going to be Mutter. Now, uh, the Gvur Sari raises uh, an interesting question. There's a Gemara at the very beginning of Masechus Pesachim. The Gemara um, talks about the Yisra of Chavet and Arab Pesach. And the Gemara on Dav Bezim Bezim, Masechus Pesachim says, Me'emus Ha'arbasar Asr Basiyas Malacha. talks about the Yisra of Chavet, the Yisra of Asiyas Malacha, all the Halachas of Erev Pesach. So it says, when is it Asr to do Malacha on Erev Pesach? Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov says, Mishas Ha'or. And Rabbi Yehuda says, Mishas Ha'netachama. Why does this come up at the beginning of Pesachim? at the beginning of Pesachim, we talk about what the word or means. So we have all sorts of different, like, 11, 12, 13 different Mishnayas or Brises, they use the word or, and we try to show what the first word in Mishnayas Pesachim, or Larbasar, what the word means. So it says, from the time of or, and Rebita says, no, not from the time of or, from the time of Neitzachama. So the Lord Yaakov says to Rabbi Yehuda, wait a second, how could you say from the time of Neitzachama, that's splitting the day. Where do you ever find a day that's partially Mutabasiyas Melacha, and partially Asabasiyas Melacha, meaning whenever there are Alachas of a day, the Alachas of a day apply the whole day. Where do you ever split a day, that half of the day is going to be mutter and something, half of the day is going to be asr and something. So he said, what do you mean? Just look at Erev Pesach itself. Erev Pesach itself, you split the day in terms of Achilles Chametz. You're allowed to eat Chametz the first half of the day in Erev Pesach, and not the second half of the day in Erev Pesach. So he said, no, no, that's only by a Daraisa. He says, I want to know about a, a, a Drabanon. Where would the Rabbanon ever, uh, ever, uh, ever do that? Meaning, you can't question the Torah. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides that Ad Hacha Rachmana, Ad Hacha Asar Rachmana, so what are you going to do? But where do you ever find that the, the Rabbanon, that there would be a Din the Rabbanon that only applies for part of a day? So says Shagazari, what do you mean, where would you find it? In Arasul, you find it. On Erev Tishabab, part of the day you're not allowed to eat Basar, part of the day you are allowed to eat Basar. So why, why don't we bring a Raya from here? So the Kavur Sari suggests that since we find by Chametz that the Torah is Mechalik between before six hours and after six hours, so the Rabbanon, called the Tikkun Rabbanon, the Rabbanon will also be mechalek between Kodem Sheish and the Achar Sheish on the Erev Tishabav. So the question, therefore, in that Brisa is, how can you cut, make, it's not that you can't split a day. You can split a day however you find the Torah splits a day. But how can you split the day at Netzachama? That the Torah doesn't do. So that was the whole, the whole kasha. It's just interesting that it connects this to that Gemara in, uh, in the Seches Pesachim. That, that, that Gemara of Moshe uses in the Tshuva to, uh, pr- it's a complicated uh, raya that he has, but he uses it in a tshuva to, to prove whether or not one is allowed to get married on the night of Shiva Sarbatamas. 
Meaning, when does the three weeks start? You don't start fasting. We always Shavas Batamas, right? When do you start fasting in Shavas Batamas? In the morning. What about the night before Shavas Batamas? Is that already called Bena Mitzarim? So Ramesha discusses to be Mechalik a day. Uh, is that uh, whether that's 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 uh, he has a raya from that kabara? I don't remember the. I remember it was a somewhat detailed raya, but I don't remember the whole raya now. Tanya idach erev tishba bleyochal adam shnei tafshilin lo yochal basar lo yishti yain divrem meir. Meir says you're not allowed to have two cooked foods, you're not allowed to eat meat, you're not allowed to drink wine. Erev tishba. Mechamur miyshane umemayit bebasar biyain. Mechamur say do something different and minimize the uh, the amount of meat and wine you have. Ketzad mimayit. How does one mimayit? Imayiragilechal litra basar yochal chatsi litra. If no Normally you have a litra of meat, so you'd have half a litra of meat. So if normally you'd have a full log of yayin, so I have a half a log of yayin. I think these are the shirim of Ben Sorah Mara, right? What he has to do. But if uh, you're not used to having any of these things, so then it's also to, uh, to have them. If you like to have uh, radish or salted fish or something after your meal, so then you're allowed to do that. Tanya idach, he says anything that's related to Tishbav, you're not allowed to eat meat, not allowed to drink wine, meaning uh, means the Su'uda that's right before Tishbav, that's clearly a Tishbav related Su'uda. So at the Su'uda Mavsakas, you're not allowed to eat meat, not allowed to drink wine, and once you have that Su'uda Mavsakas, you're not allowed to bathe. If it's a Su'uda that's not Tishbav related, um, like uh, it's, it's a Su'uda Mavsakas for another fast, right before Shavas or something, so then it's uh, usher to eat, it's mutter to eat meat and to drink wine, you're just not allowed to bathe. And he, Rabbi Shalom Rabbi Yossi, uh, says in the name of Rabbi Yossi that anytime you're allowed to, you're allowed to eat meat, mainly you're allowed, to, you're allowed to bathe as well, that the two go hand in hand. Now a couple of, uh, a couple of things over here. We said that if you normally eat something, so cut down what you normally eat. So you should eat only tafshil uh, echad. So the Rashash writes that the Choritz Mashman and Shulam Liel is coming to be makel more than the Tanakama. That you don't need to be mimait until tafshil echad, just go less than regilus. So why would he give the example Meaning, wouldn't a much better example be If you really want to express that you're arguing with Tanakama, and Tanakama just said that you're only allowed to have Tavshil Echad, and you want to be Mekla, and you want to say, no, you don't have to do that, you just have to do less than you, you normally do. So why would he give that example? It's like the worst example to give, because that example just shows to go exactly like the, the Tanakama. So, uh, so that's the Kasha that the, uh, that the, that the Rosh Rashash asked. So he says that maybe uh, the girsa should not be min echad. It should be min acher. And what Rabbi is coming to make on Tanakama that if normally you eat Shnei Tavshilin, you don't have to eat any less. It's enough to eat other things, things that you don't normally eat. And he's medayik that from Rashi. Rashi writes in Debra Maskel V'cham Momrim that the Chum say Yishana al Shnei Tavshilin avol basar v'yayin yimayit. Sounds like from the Tavshilin you don't have to be mimayit. By basar v'yayin he says yimayit. But by the Shnei Tavshilin he says Mishana that you should change. So you see that uh, it means to change. It means to do something different. So that's the Chiddush of the Rashash. Um, <coughs> There's another din of Sudam of Sekas that we uh, seem to observe, 
and that is the Torah writes that Rabbeinu Meshulam ate an Arab Tishbab together with three people and did not do a zimun. Uh, he made the he made he benched by himself and he says v'chein nagari. The re does the same thing. So the Torah says, what do you mean an avil is chayiv in a zimun? Why would you? Why would you? Even if you do have a full din of an avil, shouldn't a person have to do a zimun? So he says that the rush was knowing to eat the sudam of sekus alone, dafka not to create the chi of zimun. So we certainly have that minute to to have the sudam of sekus in a way that you don't create the chi of zimun to avoid having a zimun on that sudam of sekus. Beis Yosef quotes from Agos Maimonios uh, in the name of Rabbi Seinu of Shirugon that they didn't uh, that they, they were not mezamein. Everyone would sit alone. Uh, uh, they were Yoshev Badad, like the pasuk says, and that's uh, this seems to be the sheet of the majority of the uh, of the Rishonim. Um, Okay, now weiter in the Gemara. So it says so further in the Gemara now. Um, that th- third wide line. Anything that an avil does, we're knowing on tishbav as well. Sounds like everything. Uh, so, but it goes on to give examples. Asr well, That's not asr for an avil to do, but that's asr on tishbav. Ubesicha, sandal, shamita. So these are the things to anoint your body with oils and to uh, put on leather shoes and to have tashma shamita marital relations. All these things are asr on tishbav. And before we go further, from the Pashas of the Bryce, it sounds like all Dinei Avelos. But the Rishonim point out, the Rush, the Ritva, others, that the Brisa is only talking about mitzvahs losase that are knowing about Avel. That anything that an Avel is not allowed to do, we're also not allowed to do on Tishbev. But there are positive Nihuge Avelos as well. There are assays of Avelos as well, like Atifa Sarosh, Kfiya Samita. So maybe those things don't apply to Tishbev, the Rishonim point out. The Miri, it's interesting when he counts the positive mitzvahs, he says, like uh, Kriya, that you don't have to do Kriya on Tishabav, but it's a little bit difficult because the, uh, the Ritva points out, the Gemara Moit Katan says explicitly that Kriya is not a din of Avelis. Kriya is a separate din, it's din of Kriya. Kriya is a din of Shaschimum, it has nothing to do with Avelis. It's just a din of Kriya. So it's interesting that the Miri would give that as one of the examples of the positive Nihugim of, uh, of Avelis. What about Tefillin? Antishbav. So the Ritva writes that an avil is chay, that on Antishbav we have to wear tefillin. I an avil is part from tefillin biyom rishon on uh, the first day of the avilus. So he says, yeah, we do. One Antishbav does have a din of an avil during shiva, but he doesn't have a din of an avil on the first day of shiva. He has a din of an avil during shiva, not a din of an avil on day one of shiva. Fine. Everyone is not allowed But he can learn things that he's not that are not rugged to learn because uh, since he, Rashi says since he doesn't know these things well, it's a uh, tsar, it's a big uh, avoda to learn things that he's unfamiliar with. And one is allowed to learn echa. The the Gemara calls echa. Kinos. One is it's not our kinos. Our kinos weren't written yet. It's referring to echa. You're allowed to learn echa and iov and the sad parts of yermio, which is most of it. And children shouldn't learn Torah either, because uh, the pasuk says It's considered to bring simcha to uh, to people. Rabbi Yudah says, "No, even something that you're not used to learning, you're not." 
not allowed to learn in Tishabav. Avokori who be Eov, who be Kinos, who be Tvarim Harab, Mishabi Yomiov, be Tvarim Shabbat 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 that the assumption is that you're not allowed to learn Torah and Tishbev because that is the definition of joy. What else can bring you joy other than uh, than Torah? It's a very uh, very insightful halacha in terms of the way we're supposed to relate to our Talmud Torah. And Bir Halacha, this in Tavkov Mandalit, he writes in the name of the Taz, why is it that Tinoko Shabbat don't learn? So he says they don't learn on Tishbev because the Malame is not allowed to teach them. That's where the real simcha comes from. The Bach says, no, they're not allowed to learn because they enjoy it. So it's machlok is about what the expectation of a child is when he's learning. Is he, we expect him to go to school. Do we also expect him to enjoy it? Is he going to feel the joy in his Talmud Torah? So the Biralacha brings a raya from the, from, like the Bach that it's because of the child's own simcha because it says tinokas are betelim. sounds like even if they don't need a malamid, they don't learn in Tishbab. When Avram quotes the sheet of the Bach that the Iker Simcha of the Tinok is that he knows he's Yodea Likros, even if he doesn't understand it. So it's also to learn with him even Dvar Marayim, because the Tinok is not going to be saddened by the Dvar Marayim. He'll be so excited that he knows how to read it, again, depending on the age of the Tinok. But if that's what he's holding and is learning, to be able to read things, that's, he's going to get the Simcha from that. He's not focused so much on the, the meaning of the material. So it turned out that Dvar Marayim is not even a Hester for Tinok. That's why, after he told us you'll have to learn Dvar Marayim, it said Tinok Shavli Shavin are Betelim. They do nothing. They don't even learn. Dvarim Harayim. Now, um, uh, one other point over here, Mi'iri says that some learn from here not to, to read the Parshasaka, not to say Karbanos on Tishbav, because Karbanos is Torah. So he's saying Psukim, you know, let me turn of him, Ksuvim. So aren't you reading uh, Psukim? So the, uh, the, the Rishonim point out already that uh, the, the Torah quotes from the, from, from the Ramban that some people don't read the Parshasaka Karbanos because now let read uh, the Torah, but he says, Veinu Nira. This isn't uh, reading a Petoras Psukim, this is reading a Petoras from the Shalma Parmas Vasenu. Remember, we had a lot of uh, nafkaminas between, or at least one or two nafkaminas between reading something betoras psukim versus reading something betoras something else as part of another mitzvah. Right? These may be may only apply if you're reading something betoras psukim, but if you're reading a betoras some other chiyuv, so you may be allowed to do a balpe. You may be allowed to stop psukim in uh, in odd places. Let's just get tam and base, and then we'll uh, then we'll stop. So, Tana, you're allowed to have salted meat and, uh, and, and grape juice, wine that's not fermented. What's the definition of basam liach? What's the girsa? Kolzman shahu kishlamin. When it's like a shlamin, what is it? So, so that that's the uh, that, that that's the definition of basam liach. So Rashi says, Ad kama vibasu garment lavi basam liach kolzman shu kishlam shlo shab b'malchal el shnei am v'layla echad. Karmen shlam gets eaten for two days and one night. So if it didn't sit in its salt for two days and one night, it's not yet basam liach. It's just regular meat. Once it sat in the salt for that long, two days and one night, then it becomes basam liach. So that's the definition. 
definition of of basar miliach. V'yain migito ad kama cholzman shu toses as long as it's still boiling. Tana yain toses ain bo mishum gilui. If it's still at that stage, it's not it's not subject to gilui. If you leave it uncovered, you leave it exposed, you don't have to worry about any sakana. Oba met sisa v'kamat sisa. So rather, how long does it have to be toses? Gimel yamim for three days. Amar vidom rav kachayim and hagush lo biyuda rabbi yilai. This is how rabbi the rabbi yilai would have a sudam of seconds erev tishbav. Erev tishbav mevin lo paschal reva b'melach. They would bring him like a piece of uh, of hard uh, toast, you know, bread, uh, coarse bread with some salt. V'yoshev ben tanu lekirayim, and he would sit between the oven and the stove. V'yochel v'shosa v'ochel, and he would eat it there. V'shosa lakiton shalmayim, and he would just drink a pitcher of water. V'doma kimisha mesamutulafalav, and he looked like a person who was in aninus. So it looked like a person who has mesamutulafalav who was sitting in aninus. The Rambam and the Rif quote this lashon the Gemara ben tanu lekirayim. The Rambam and Tainius Parakei Alachotas says that when you're eating a sudam of sekes, you sit ben tanu lekirayim because that's the the, the least respectful place in the house to sit, meaning the idea is that you should sit The Me'iri says, that you sit on the ground, and that's why we pass in that you sit on the ground. So the reason for Yeshiva Gabikarka is not a din of Avelus, it's just that you, you need to be sitting in a place. In Avelus, there's a din of Yeshiva Gabikarka. It's not that we're being knowing Avelus, it's that it is a complete lack of like self respect, meaning we're showing that we're totally dejected, we're totally uh, lost. Rabbi Kiveger in his comments on the Shulchan Aruch says, aside for being Yoshev al Gabe Karka, you also need to be Mishana Makomo. Um, that, but he quotes from the Lavush that says that you don't have to be Mishana Makom like an Avel because Yeshiva Zakarka itself is the Shinoi because you're sitting on the ground. But bottom line is, wherever you sit, it's supposed to be somewhere that's much lower, it's supposed to be on the ground, it's supposed to be away from people, it's not the Sudam of Sekas, and it's supposed to be very limited in terms of what we eat because the Sudam of Sekas is supposed to already get us into the mood of what Tishbav is uh, supposed to be of the day of mourning that Tishbav is. Okay, so that's uh, Shem will pick up next time. I'll be in North Woodmere next time, but on uh, Shabbos, Shabbos is Daf, is uh, Okay, that's Shem.